This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final half hour of Tom and Bach in for Happer and Schaefer. Uh, because they've already headed over to the tailgate festivities. I guess Schaefer has some game day duties or something. Oh, does he? He's a busy man. <laughs> I would think so. Can't be. He doesn't have time for his own show. He's yeah. got to do other shows. That's right. Uh, busy day for a lot of people on Black Friday today. Nebraska taking on Iowa. By the way, uh, Cam Taylor Britt uh, has announced that he is leaving Nebraska. We already knew uh, Senior yeah. Bowl. Was it the Senior Bowl? He signed up for the Senior yeah, Bowl, so that was kind of a, a telling. Bowl, so that was a big part of it there. Uh, but Iowa is a one-point favorite, as we know, uh, going into this contest. Or Nebraska is a one-point favorite over Iowa going into this contest, where Nebraska had started at three-and-a-half uh, as a favorite there. Flipped to Iowa as a favorite. Now back to Nebraska. I'm wondering, how do you explain it? How do you explain this uh, this this line here, Travis? Travis Justice. Uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, and I, I think it comes down to this, is that Nebraska has shown – over the course of the season, it can hang with the best teams in the country. Uh, Nebraska has a tendency to, you know, shoot itself in the foot. Um, but the, when you look at Iowa, if Iowa's unable to force turnovers, if Iowa's unable to have a decent uh, day in special teams, whether that's uh, uh, having a long uh, kick return, punt return, uh, or, or something like that, then Iowa's not that good. If they're neutralized, much like they were against Purdue, much like they were against Wisconsin, Iowa's really not that good of a football team. And what I mean by that, they're good defensively, but they don't have an offense that can keep pace. So I think Vegas looks at it and says, all right, last game of the year, and it doesn't matter if it's Adrian Martinez or Logan Smothers being the quarterback. In fact, I think it's probably better that Logan Smothers is a quarterback because he'll play within himself, maybe a little more disciplined. And if it's, if it's, a, if it's a straight-up game, I see why Nebraska's favorite, and I see why they were a three-and-a-half-point favorite to start with. But that's, that's making a huge assumption now that Nebraska's got, not going to turn the ball over or create or do something stupid penalty-wise or, 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 hmm. or have a, a, another special teams miscue, should we say. Yep. How do you see the offensive attack for Nebraska today? Tom and I disagree. Tom thinks that they should throw it, you know, throw it all at them, try to, try to, try to, to be aggressive. You guys, you guys are breaking up. Okay, can you hear us? Can you hear us, Travis? Oh, maybe we'll give it Travis yeah. a call back. Yeah, might have to call him back. He's driving down the highway uh, at this point. Travis Justice, if uh, you could, big, big sky, if you could give him a call back. Um, he, his phone line, he, we could hear him fine. He sounded fine. Yeah, we could hear him. He couldn't hear uh, us. But he might have panicked a little bit uh, thinking we were breaking up on his end, and so he couldn't hear uh, the questions on our end. Um, uh, but uh, you think that way. I mean, he, I, he probably is thinking more like you are. Play conservative, play it close to the vest, uh, because you guys usually screw up, and now you've got a freshman quarterback uh, in there. 
Uh, so you now have to play conservative. That's it sounds like that's where he's leaning. Yeah, that sounds like it. And that's why I wanted to get my follow up uh, question there. Yeah. Um, but that's what he, what he started with, and said, and that's that's kind of how I feel. It just but part of it just depends on what 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 are you getting out of Iowa? Like how 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 healthy is that defense going into it? Do you have to be somewhat scared of that opportunistic secondary, or is there just not much g- uh, going to be going on there? You know, as far as proven playmakers, are they yeah. going to have their backups in? Uh, and then you could probably be a little more aggressive. But I just think with Logan Smothers, um, the, I would play a little bit more conservatively um, and, and just not make that those critical errors that always swings the games to Iowa. That's their game plan. That's what they rely on you to do. That's how they've beaten Nebraska for several years. And now Nebraska just is not, in my mind, in a position uh, to be on the attack. But at the same time, you're three and nine, best case scenario, four and eight. What difference does it really make sometimes in these these type of games with Nebraska yeah. you hate to be in, but you can kind of learn from yourself by taking those chances and, and seeing what you kind of have maybe in if you let Smothers yeah. go out there and do it. Otherwise, you're just kind of seeing how Smothers works against an Iowa type of football team, which there's a lot of Big Ten West teams that will do that. But, um, it, you know, I I, I, I could see any either strategy, and I wouldn't have too much of a problem with either one of them. I just would lean toward more don't make that critical mistake to keep Iowa in the game because I think the Blaster defense can hold them down. Well, as we welcome back in Travis Justice, WHO radio host for Iowa football. Uh, Travis, what do you think the game plan should be? Because you kind of cut up, uh, cut out there uh, before we were able to introduce you uh, to that subject. But should they, should Nebraska, if you're trying to beat Iowa, play conservatively or let it all hang loose? Game plan for Iowa or Nebraska? I'm for sorry. Nebraska against Iowa's defense. I don't think you change a thing. I mean, I mean, I, listen, Nebraska's offense is not that bad. Matter of fact, it's really damn good. I don't think you change a thing. I think the only difference here is if you're Scott Frost, I don't think you had much control over Adrian Martinez, and I don't mean this in a negative way. After being a four-year starter, you're talking about a guy who uh, maybe took some chances, always took some chances, and maybe force some things. Logan's mother, you can go, here's the deal. You're going to go out, run your offense, but play within yourself. Don't do anything stupid, because if you do something stupid, try to force something, that's where those mistakes come in, and that's where the turnovers happen. If I'm Nebraska, I go into the same offensive game plan that you've gone in every other game. It worked against Iowa last year, but again, special teams, turnovers, that's what affects the game. Nebraska doesn't have to change anything for Iowa's defense. Uh, they just need to play disciplined and within themselves, and I think you got a hell of a game moving forward. But And that's why I think Nebraska was favored. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah, and a lot of fans here in Lincoln obviously know about the, the quarterback issue, the, the, the piece together coaching staff, all that stuff on Nebraska's side. What is Iowa facing as, as far as health concerns and, and, and my, what might be dragging them down a little bit today? 
Well, I don't know if they're going to be dragged down. Um, Matt Hankins may not be uh, playing. I don't think he's going to play uh, against Nebraska. Uh, Riley Moss, a defensive back who early on led the country in interceptions, is back from that knee injury. He was he was about two steps slow last week mm-hmm. against Illinois. Offensively, Iowa's – I can't believe I'm saying this. Iowa's actually improving. I don't know how you improve on a really bad offense because uh, it's not that good. But what I mean by that is they're uh, – um, their offensive line is starting to come to better, come to, come together a lot better. Uh, Tyler Goodson had a, a really good game running last week. I think went to 120, 130 yards. Um, I was I was going to play a chess match with you. I, that's what Kirk Ferentz does. He's going to he doesn't mind a 17-14 game. He doesn't mind a a 21-20 game. That's what Kirk Ferentz wants. He will, he will wait patiently for the mistake. So Iowa's not going to change that much. Would it be interesting to see if they do a little bit more with Arlen Bruce, the fourth, and Keegan Johnson? Uh, these guys are playmakers. They've established themselves as true freshmen. They become the go-to guys on offense. It'd be interesting to see offensively if they try to do a little bit more misdirection and get their ball, the, the ball into their hands a little bit more. Uh, to, to maybe uh, up the tempo a little bit more. And Alex Padilla is a completely different quarterback than, than Spencer Peters. But um, it would be interesting to see if you see both of those guys today. It'd be, it, it, there's some interesting storylines developing for sure. Any truth to the rumor that uh, the flu may be running through the Iowa program? Yeah, you know, I, I have not uh, heard. You know, I've been I've talked to a lot of guys. I haven't heard that, but it wouldn't surprise me either, right? I mean, hell, I, my whole family I think has COVID right now. Good thing is I didn't have a, uh, any exposure, so I'm able to get on the road. And, and it's just that time of year. So it, if a couple guys are sick, and usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me that much. Uh, Travis Justice, uh, WHO radio host in Des Moines, talks a lot of Iowa football. Will be on the air after the game on the post game show today. Brian Ferentz has received some some heat this year, and over the last few years, uh, I think there was a petition earlier this year to get rid of him. Uh, you mentioned the offensive numbers; they're not good. Uh, does that have any traction? Uh, no, because when your dad's the head coach, uh, he, he pretty much uh, he, there, there is no traction. Um, as long as Kirk Ferentz is a head coach in Iowa, Brian Ferentz will be in Iowa with him unless he wants to go somewhere else. Listen, I've been hosting the Iowa Post Game Show on WHO Radio for this is my 11th year or 10th year now. Um, I, I host a regular morning show in Des Moines. It's weird because I'm confused because I live in Omaha and I'm actually driving west or east now. It makes zero sense. But, you know, I host a morning show on KXNO, so I've been around the Iowa program for a long time. Uh, from Ken O'Keefe to Greg Davis to Brian Ferentz, they've always wanted the offensive coordinator gone because the Iowa offense is unimaginative. The only consistent constant with the Iowa offense during those three offensive coordinators is Kirk Ferentz. Those guys do what the head coach wants, and he wants to play a pro-style, really grinded-out type of offense. And the interesting part is it's not sexy. It's not exciting. I was actually talking with Zach Potter the other day. Zach Potter, former Husker, uh, went on to play with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars in, in the National Football League. And Zach actually said, he goes, he goes you're not going to believe this, Trav, but he goes, after playing in the National Football League, I like to watch Iowa's offense because – of what they do pro-wise. And it's just it's just one of those things where it, the pro-style type of guys like it, but to me it's boring, it's not imaginative, and it is wait for you to make a mistake and then 
Uh, and, and, and capitalize on those, those mistakes. Travis, before we get your pick here, I did want to ask you just backing away from the game a little bit and just looking at the Nebraska program, deciding to go with Scott Frost one more year, the offensive coordinator position kind of in flux. What do you, where do you kind of feel Nebraska is? I mean, did they make the right decision moving forward? You know, I, yes. The answer to that is yes. Um, when I was covering Nebraska back, you know, I did it from 94 to 2010. On KMTV and KPTM, uh, I reversed those. But, and, but at the end of the day, I was a huge Frank Solich supporter. Uh, that, it was wrong to fire him then. I, I, I probably wouldn't have fired Bo Pelinia, and I know what I did. You can't make changes all the time. This team really is on the cusp. I'm glad that Scott's going to give up play-calling duties. You have to learn how to be a CEO. But changing coaches all the time is just – you, you, that means you got to change your culture. you got to do everything. They're close. They're close. All they need to do is become disciplined. And I know that's hard, uh, but I, I get one more year because um, when you look at who they've played, how close they've played them, I know close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but they're close. And I think that's why a lot of Iowa fans this year are a little leery of this game because they know Nebraska's close. They know this team is better than it was four years ago. They know this team's better than it was two years ago. Unfortunately, the record doesn't show it. It's just yeah. a matter of learning how to win. Yeah. And once you learn how to win, then they're going to be in a regular mix in this big Ten West. The series hasn't been close, though, Travis. Iowa going for the seventh straight game, although Nebraska is a favorite in this game. How do you see it going? Uh, I, I, I see another uh, special teams miscue by Nebraska. I said this on my show this morning. Iowa 21-20. Yeah. Oh, that's a close one. That, that, that's, uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. Boy, that would be a heartbreaker. Hey, uh, Travis, great stuff. We appreciate you uh, being on the air with us. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Go Hawks. There, there you go. Uh, Travis Justice, WHO radio host in Des Moines, talks Iowa football, but did it year for years uh, uh, regarding Nebraska football and hosts a weekly podcast with Rob Zadiska that's very entertaining as well. Yeah. They, they drink beer and they talk Husker football. It's, it's really <laughs> it very good. Can't be too bad. And, and you can have a few f bombs if you want because it's all a podcast. So, yeah. Uh, not that they just needlessly throw f bombs around like we do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to break and come back. We have our picks of density, Bach. Uh, I was six and four last week. Did you update that? So no, I'll update them during the uh, break. Forty-eight and forty, and then uh, That's you a good were year. five and five. So you're uh, forty and forty-eight. Just the reverse of you. Just the reverse <laughs> of me. So, um, But you did get uh, closer to the prediction of uh, the wins right for the season. You said 6-6, six and six, I said 7-5. and five. Neither were close. <laughs> we're uh, both disappointed. Uh, but, uh... but but uh, we're going to finish up here. We're going to go till 10 o'clock, and then we're going to head over to Tipsy Tina's. Uh, we'll be there from 10 until right up until game time today. And then, of course, Bach – and Connor, after the game, uh, to talk about what happened in the game, and then we head over to Tanner's at uh, uh, South Point location, and uh, DP will be there at Tanner's along with Jake Sorensen. Let's get to break and come back with our picks of density next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.